You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Craig Morgan and Steve Peters, who made me wake up at the crack of dawn to record this. I'm just kidding, Um, but it is on the earlier side here. But how are you guys doing? How long have you been awake already? Today? Early. It's almost time for lunch. <laughs> That's right, buddy. Three hours. Been up no. three hours. Come on. Yeah, I already did some projects on the house. Put some new shingles up. How do you get up when it's cold and you're cozy in your bed? I don't know. We talked about I... it yesterday, Leah. I'm from Minnesota, so it's not. I'm from Toronto. I've, I've just lived here too long. Soft and bougie. Sure. Uh, well, we're going to do our weekly around the NHL episode to check in on what's going on around the league and finish up by checking in on the Coyotes, of course. Um, but we'll start off with a little tie into the Coyotes, too, which is something we talked about a couple weeks ago was the Calder race, because at one point, Matias Michelli was actually leading rookie scoring. Um, and now Matty Veneers has pulled away. He now has 18. Michelli has, I believe, it. 13 points so he started to pull away but um, both Matias Michelli and Dylan Gunther are in the top dozen for best odds to win the Calder so if I had to guess I think this pattern of Maddie Beneers running away with it would continue but great to see some Coyotes prospects up there yeah, Matty Beniers, again, last night was key in Seattle's rally um, I think you guys were texting me about the Ducks collapse but I think uh, a lot of people coming into the season thought that he was going to be one of the favorites, and he has certainly played like it. I know we're going to talk about Seattle as well, but he's been one of the biggest reasons why that team is such a surprise this season, uh, you know, contending for a playoff spot. Yeah, I mean, one of the things, too, that you look at the two when you talk about Michelli and um, even Gunther, and then you you talk about Benio. Veneers, it's, it's you got to look at the team overall. And right now, Seattle is scoring more goals. Like Seattle is top, top 10 in the league for goals, four per game. And guess who isn't? Arizona. So as the season progresses and you, you kind of think Arizona, we've always talked about their ability to score and create offense. I, I'm concerned for those two guys being able to, to keep up with um, the Veneers 
just on the fact that I don't know how much offense this team's going to get. Um, they, you know, Seattle's playing in a weaker Pacific division, so they're going to get San Jose and Anaheim more often, and, and the Central Division's better. Tougher team. So I think that those two things are going to weigh in, in favor of Metabineers, and I think he's going to continue to, to widen that gap. But being 20 games in and still talking about an Arizona Coyote being up for the Calder is phenomenal. Yay for Coyotes that were even talking about Matias Michelli 20 games in. If only they played in the division they belong to. <laughs> the southwest was, division craig exactly. the one that <laughs> get, him, get him in that metropolitan next year oh, God. In New York hey New York. listen we'll take the 4 p.m starts that's <laughs> true actually <laughs> yeah we should push yeah. gary for that we get some teams start. in europe so they're even earlier <laughs> oh my god at noon every day love that's- it spectacular yeah yesterday was fun with that new start um but it, yeah it's just i i just was sitting here dreaming as you guys were talking about the the day that a, a coyotes player is a shoo-in to be a calder finalist um and even a calder winning which could, winner which could happen given the fact that they want to pick where they want to pick um so we'll see how that unfolds but let's talk more about seattle while we're on the subject because they came into the league last season. Nobody could match what Vegas did. That was just a crazy intersection of a lot of things going right for Vegas when they came into the league. And Seattle took more of that classic, real or not relocation, a, um, expansion team approach of not being great in the first year. They ended up drafting second overall in 2022. And this year, they, there were similar expectations for them to maybe be bottom third team and they've kind of blown expectations out of the water so to speak here and they've been having a good season so what do you think it is that's made them so much better this year a couple things jump out to me we mentioned been years already um andre burkowski's having a ridiculous year he's a point per game player but overall with seattle you look at their goaltending stats they're actually not very good uh Neither Martin Jones or Philip Grubar has played particularly well. Seattle's just not given up a lot of shots. They're only giving up 27 shots a game, which I, I think ranks third in the league. They're defending well. So they're they're winning and they're keeping the goals against down in spite of the fact that their goaltending has not been all that strong. Yeah, you brought up a good point there. You talk about their goals, goal, goaltending. You look at Martin Jones, who's, who's carried the workload for this team to this point, starting in 16 games uh, already for the for the crack and you look at his numbers his goals against actually it's two two and a half they just just slightly above two and a half you go okay that's that's keeping him in games you can get under three great but a save percentage is, is hovering right around 900 which is below average and you go to your point Craig that's how they're doing it they're giving up less shot they're defending better and I think Dave Haxtell one of the strengths of his coaching style is he wants to defend and he wants to play well in the defensive end and and last year, the difference was is they weren't getting the offensive production that they're getting this year. We've already mentioned that they're top top six in the league in goals for per games. And I think you're, you've talked about Burkowski, but you also look at a Beniers, but Everly's got six. Jaden Schwartz has seven. Jared McCann has eight. So they're getting a little bit more balanced scoring. So if you defend better, you don't give up as many shots, hint to the Arizona Coyotes, and you can score a little bit. Gosh, guess what? You win games. And I and I think that defense first mentality is what's doing it for them. And you're limiting your shots. And we talked about the Coyotes and their sh- ability to limit shots just isn't 
there, non-existent. And you're giving up more than 30, 35 shots a game. And that's not a good recipe. And that's why you're seeing the numbers that you see um, for veggie is you save percentage. If he doesn't get that kind of a save percentage, the Coyotes aren't in games at all. So I still believe that there's going to have to be a way for the Coyotes to limit their shots. And that's what you're seeing in Seattle. Can can they sustain this with that kind of goaltending? Um, both those guys, by the way, and the, the stat I always cite, and you guys probably get sick of me here hearing me say it, but goal saved above average. Both these guys are in the negative in goal saved above average. Can they sustain with that kind of goaltending? The only way you can, Craig, is if you do what you just said. If you, you limit the shots and you can you got to outscore it. You got to outscore bad goaltending. And, and honestly, they don't have Connor McDavid or Austin Matthews. I know they have some guys that are putting up numbers right now that are unusually high for their careers. I, it's not sustainable you, you, unless you do have that elite scoring. And I, I'm, I'm talking like, you know, you got Pasternak or, or Panarin and elite scoring and Seattle just doesn't have that right now. I think, you know, the Seattle is still a few years away. So I think it's a great start. And right now they're outscoring their goaltending. I just don't think they can do that through 82. Does Seattle make the playoffs? In that division? Maybe. Maybe. It's not a good division. San Jose stinks. Vancouver stinks. Anaheim stinks. I'm, I'm already writing those three teams off. So it's about, you know, those other teams. Hey, can you get four teams out of that division? I don't know. The Central's still stronger, but... Maybe, maybe they can get in as a wild card. Calgary and Edmonton are, I expect them to get it together at some point, but they're kind of scuffling right now. That's what it comes down to. It comes down to the teams you expected to be in the playoffs getting better. You look at Edmonton and Calgary are both teams out of the top three in the Pacific. You know, Edmonton sitting at fourth right now, Calgary sitting at fifth, just at 500. That's not what we expected from this team. We talked about Calgary being a team that, to win this division. And right now they're sitting at 500. So yeah, somebody made a Seattle, stupid prediction about him. I think. Yeah, can't I remember who it was, that. but yeah. somebody said they might be in the Western Finals. I'm not oh, sure. Even the Cup Final. Who yes. boy? Did you who say that idiot? Final? Who was that idiot? <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Is Craig that? only takes takes uh, responsibility for his correct predictions, not his <laughs> long <laughs> ones. Yeah. Oh, say that. But, but you're right. Those two teams we, we had penciled into the playoffs: Edmonton and Calgary in the top three in the Pacific that we said was going to be weak, and, and Vegas would be the team that was struggling to get third, maybe with LA, and that's just not what's happening. Vegas is running away with it right now. And Seattle's hanging tight. Seattle's in second place in the Pacific Division through 20 games, and they got three games at hand on LA. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't count them out. I would think that they, they would start to come back down to earth a little bit. And I still expect Calgary to be a better team than this, but we're 20 games in, you know, we're quarter way through the season and, and Seattle is there eight points up on Calgary with even games like eight points is a lot to make up. And I know yeah. it, you see it, but it really does come down to Calgary and Edmonton. Can they start to play the way we thought they were going to play at the start of the season? And to me, Calgary has been the biggest disappointment Pacific. Yeah, we'll talk more about those teams in a little bit. But while we are on the subject of goaltending in Seattle, maybe not having great cold goaltending, there are some goalies around the league who've been spectacular, possibly even breakouts. You know, last year it was Shesterkin and Vasilevsky. I mean, it's always Vasilevsky, but uh, Linus Olmark and Ilya Sorokin have been amazing this season for Boston and the Islanders, respectively. And then, you know, the Filling that goalie spot on the Colorado Avalanche was somewhat of a concern given Darcy Kemper's departure, but Gorgiev has been great too. So it's it's kind of cool to see these goalies have their moment because those teams deserve it. 
Georgiev is playing better than we anticipated with Colorado. We look at Kemper last year and Kemper, he was okay for Colorado. He ends up winning a Stanley cup and, and, and Georgiev has been much better for a team. That's already really good. And they don't give up a lot of second opportunities to begin with. And Georgiev's numbers, like you said, his save percentage is nine thirty three. His goals against is 2.2, man. I, I, I don't know. Like this, this bodes extremely well for, for Colorado right now. And I, I do admit it's a little bit of a surprise because they went out on a risk and went on a limb going for Georgiev to be their guy. Yeah, and obviously saw something, and that's that's scouting, right? You, when you think a guy's ready to take the next step, that was a gutsy move because they could have paid a lot of money to keep Darcy Kemper, and it probably would have cost them another player on their roster when they already lost Nazem Kadri. They're, they're probably going to have to get a number two center at some point, but they'll have the wherewithal to do that now. And it's interesting. This, this goes back to something we talked about with goalies uh, a little while back. There are very few goaltenders in this league that sustain – over several years, we get we get these ups and downs. There, there are a handful of guys, the top guys in the league, who who can sustain it consistently. But talking about Sorokin, Olmark, and 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 Gorgiev, uh, we're talking about three new guys, right? And those are your three leaders for goal saved above average. By the way, it's it's amazing how hard it is to sustain elite goaltending in the NHL. There really aren't that many guys who are able to do it. But we talked about Shesterkin last year, and Shesterkin's yeah. the guy, and Shesterkin's the best goalie in the world, and it's all Shesterkin, Shesterkin, Shesterkin. When you go to save percentage, he's 18th. Yep, he's like down it, there it, goal it, saved above average too. He's he's. I, I don't I don't want to whisper this, but he's just been good. He hasn't been great, and that's problematic for the Rangers, as I was saying all of last season. If they don't get yeah, any goaltending, we'll get to he that. Gets, he gets them to the Eastern Conference Finals. Like you talk, there's no no ifs, ands, or buts. He was their best player last year. Shesterkin was the guy that carried him there. And you need to have elite goaltending unless you are an extremely elite team like the Colorado Avalanche were last year. And then good goaltending is good enough. But you you get a, a guy that's above average goaltending on a really good team. Uh oh. And, and Linus, Linus Allmark. There's no Linus. 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 Linus Allmark, I, I didn't anticipate him to have this season. We we're talking about Jared Swayman coming into the season for the Boston Bruins. Allmark has been absolutely phenomenal for this Bruins team. And I tell you what, you talk about a, a guy, a big goaltender that plays big, like he looks massive in the net for the Boston Bruins. And I tell you what, this team with good goaltending, they have balanced scoring, their power play is dangerous, their back end is getting stronger and healthier. I, I, that Boston Bruins team now has got to become one of the favorites in the East. Absolutely. Um, right now on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Ilya Sorokin actually has the best odds to win the Vesna at plus 500. Shesterkin is still second best odds, plus 600, followed by Hellubuck at plus 800, Olmark at plus 900. And then it's kind of a drop off from there. So, you know, Shesterkin's still up there. I think, I guess, the Vegas believes that he still has it in him. And as for the Calder, Maddie Beneers still has the best odds at plus 330. Um, Matias Michelli as of today, plus 1600. And then Dylan Gunther is plus 2500 for um, Calder odds. 
Um, so if you want to place some bets on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you can do so today for some futures if you feel confident. It's kind of fun to put money on futures because you put it down and then you forget about it and then it pays out for you um, down the line. So you can do that. And if you haven't downloaded the DraftKings Sportsbook app yet, you can do so now using that promo code PHNX. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's only at the DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. If you hear any strange noises during the show, it's because Craig is having floors installed in his house as we record, which I think he might need some OGs to get through the day. Yeah. It's going to be a tough one. Uh, for the Santa's workshop at Craig Morgan. <laughs> I know, but luckily we have OGs and why wouldn't you want to try them? They have delicious flavors, orange cream skull, pina colada. You can get, uh, you know, just relax, get to sleep with them. There's, they have every, they can fulfill any need you need them to, and they're scratch made, locally made, and, and delicious. So we really love OGs. You can find them at your local dispensary, and you must be 21 or older to enjoy. All right. And yeah, that brings us up before you go. That's that that's one of the things we talk about with OGs. It's the, it's the thing of the day, like what stresses me out. The OGs moment of the day, what stresses me out. And clearly we know them. There's two things already, my microphone going in and out and Craig Morgan's workshop. So that that's what's stressing us out today. So little OGs might get us over. It, it, it's Bill Armstrong. He's here. Coyotes are on his construction. <laughs> Bill, Bill, Bill the builder. That's good. That's good. Well, the coyotes have some competition for worst place worst place last place i mean the coyotes have not been really doing themselves any favors by winning they're still in that bottom third though but the anaheim ducks they must really want connor bedard because boy howdy are they bad they're horrible uh i looked up the stat if they keep this up sorry about the <laughs> the clanging in the background yeah yeah if Anaheim keeps this up, it will finish with one of the 100 worst goals against averages in NHL history. That's how poorly they have defended and goaltended thus far this season. They are an absolute train wreck. There were a lot of expectations for Anaheim to take a step forward. I don't see it happening. I oh, think I Anaheim I'm, – I'm putting money right now on Anaheim finishing with the worst record in the league. I, I, Craig, I don't know how they don't. And and we talked about this. I And I'm, again, we're going back to our preseason standing day. I, I thought with Troy Terry, Zegris, Drysdale, and I thought Gibson might have a resurgence. I go, maybe this team can make a, a, a move in the standings. I didn't think they were a playoff team yet, but I thought they were going to be better. I had them over San Jose. Good Lord. We talk about one of the most important stats in reaching the playoffs is a plus minus goals value. And right now they are minus 36 the next closest is minus 26. I mean, that's 10, 20 games in. That's that's a huge number. And if you're, if you're on the minus side, those are the teams that don't make the playoffs. And if you're on the positive side or plus or green, you usually do make the playoffs. Uh, I, I don't know what is going on with that team. I, I, it's unbelievable. Their goaltending used to be one of their strengths. And I don't know if Gibson's time to move on and, and get a resurgence. He might be a guy hate to say it, he might be a number two guy on a really, really good team right now. Like, his numbers are, are bad. I, I, I don't know what happened. He's a guy that, that held them into games, and he's just not doing that right now. I think Anaheim is a good lesson that just because you have some great young prospects, it doesn't mean you're ready to win. Because you look at Anaheim, they have they have Zegers, they have McTavish, they have all these exciting, Troy Terry, all these young, exciting prospects, but they're still 
having the season that they're having. I also wonder how much of an impact Getzlaff retiring has on this group and maybe how if it would be any different if he were there, um, that veteran presence. And I know they have veteran presence elsewhere in that locker room. It's just it's just interesting. And they're going to be – last season it was Montreal and for a time Seattle. This season it's going to be Anaheim that we're going to be watching all season long, uh, seeing who the Coyotes are going to have to contend with for first overall if the Coyotes – drop down there because they're making it they're making it tough on uh bill that's why bill is clanging around craig's house trying to tear it all down just kidding and that's the fear for this team leah and you when i talk about the coyotes you talk about these guys you talk about drysdale on the back end they picked up klingberg from dallas they've got this young core that is supposed to be elevating them to the next level. And that's the fear for the Coyotes is you get these high graphics, you get these high-skilled guys, you get these guys that are supposed to add offense and get you to the next level, and then you don't. That's where the fear comes in. And you don't want to be sitting here two years from now as the Arizona Coyotes with, you know, Michelli and Gunther and Bedard and Cooley and going, uh-oh, we're still in last. That is a real fear, and that's what happened to the Edmonton Oilers. That's what's happening to the Anaheim Ducks. They thought they would be taking a step this year, and they're not. And that's the fear for Coyotes fans, and that's why you have to put in Bill we trust because you have to hope he surrounds them with the right cast, and it looks like he's done that. You look at how he's been able to put two years in a row of of a good group of veteran players, and you just have to hope he can do that into the future. So let's talk about some other teams around the league and we kind of already touched on some of these, but the question here is which teams should be worried and which teams are going to be fine. And these are your options and you can take whichever one or multiple and run with it. Calgary, Edmonton, Washington, Florida, and the Rangers. Who's fine? Who should be worried? Well, Florida, I, I thought with their additions on the, you know, getting Kachuk, and I thought they were going to be able to do what they did last year and maybe even improve with their scoring. Their problem is they're not scoring goals right now. They're not the same speed. They're not the same speed of a team that they were a year ago. I'm concerned about Florida. I know they're relying on Spencer Knight on the on the back end to, to carry an equal load to Bobrovsky. This is a team I'm worried about. I keep thinking Calgary is going to get better. And the New York Rangers, I've always liked the New York Rangers. I know Craig's not been on a Ranger bandwagon. I really like the Rangers. I think they're a really good team. And, and unfortunately, one of the question marks is what we thought was their strength. Their goaltending needs to be better. Like Shesterkin has to be the guy that he was the highlight reel every single night. Okay, he doesn't have to be that, but he's got to be better. He's giving up goals that he didn't give up a year ago. And that Ranger team, unless they get better goaltending, is not going to be back in the Eastern Conference Finals. And that's a concern. I think Washington, Washington's only going to get better because they're going to get healthy. And Washington is a team that struggled out of the first 20 games because they were missing a majority of their top-end players. And as they come back, this team is only going to get better. I think Kemper is going to play just good enough to keep them hanging around until they get healthy and then look out. When this team is at full strength, I think this is a team that is going to hover around the top of the Eastern Conference playoff race. And I know Craig is building as we speak, but maybe you can get a word in advice. Yeah, I, I, I almost just want to say ditto to what you said on those four teams. The only you team agree that with we... Me? I completely actually Washington's oh, no. going to get healthy. I'm I, again, I, I like, I'm not, not enough people are talking about it and it's early, but 
Shesterkin has not been the Shesterkin of last season, and that was my question. I'm not saying he's going to be a bad goaltender, but he was all universe last season, and that's why the Rangers did what they did. You can't sustain that level of goaltending, I don't think, and he hasn't sustained it, and the Rangers are just kind of eh because of that. What about the Edmonton Oilers? Have they finally rounded out this roster enough to where they can get Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl enough help? Or are they still the same tragically flawed roster as always? Well, the biggest thing for them, Craig, and I think was when you saw Kane go down. Evander Kane was a guy that was providing that scoring that they got on a second tier level when Dreisaitl and McDavid weren't on the ice. And he was phenomenal. Like he, he was a guy that's put up great numbers since coming to Edmonton. I think that really hurts this club, but he, he's going to be gone for the majority of the season. And I think that hurts. I mean, you talk about Ryan Nugent Hopkins playing extremely well, Zach Hyman. I still worry about their back end and, and, and the goaltending that they thought they had solved with Jack Campbell. Well, Skinner's been much, much who Stuart Skinner. Yeah, exactly. He's been much better than Jack Campbell. And, and they needed Jack Campbell to be above average. And we talked about goaltending, carrying teams through to the playoffs and helping them in long runs. They were not expecting Stuart Skinner to be their guy 20 games in. And, and I think that's the biggest concern for Edmonton. This is a team we talked about it with, with other teams. You, they're going to have to outscore their goaltending. And that at some point, Edmonton's going to have to figure out how to defend and get good goaltending until they put those two things together. I don't think they get over the hump. And, you know, they, they had a, a great run last year, but I don't see them coming back to the Western Finals this year. I, I'm like, they're a fringe playoff team for me right now because of their inability to defend and without Keane to provide that secondary scoring. This is a team, I think, that that is just going to be struggling to get to the playoffs all season long. And it's not because they don't have great players. McDavid and Drysaddle are absolutely phenomenal. When they're on the ice, they can score, period. Like, they're phenomenal. But you need 20 guys. And I don't know if Edmonton has the right to win. I feel like somebody on that list is missing the playoffs. And it's just a matter of who that is. Um, well, Craig. That's a terrifying. No, I'm sorry. I was I was talking to my guy. <laughs> oh, I, it's so confusing because Craig was talking, I, I but he was muted. And he does this a lot where he mutes himself <laughs> and tries to talk. Just kidding, Craig. Go ahead. It's a terrifying thought, though. The Oilers missing the playoffs, isn't it? I mean... <laughs> I know there's not much he can do about it, but when does Connor McDavid just get fed up with this? When does he get fed up Connor, with this team? Connor, come Never. to Arizona. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's got I'm three more years on his deal after this, and this team just does not feel like it's anything close to a cup contender. I know Connor. they had a nice run last year. It doesn't feel like they're building on that. Hey, okay, Connor. Craig. I'm hey, Connor. Hey, Connor. Let's get out the tinfoil. Let's start building our hats. We talk about Austin Matthews all the time. Hear me out. So have you been to Edmonton? Craig has. Leah, have you ever been to Edmonton? I have. It's chilly. It's chilly. I love Edmonton. So all of our Edmonton fans, and I'm sure there are tons of them listening right now in Edmonton. It's a little chilly. Guess what? Arizona isn't chilly. So there's one. So we'll go. We got the weather. They have a beautiful facility. One of the best ranks in the league. So they, check that one on the Edmonton side but you know what happens you, you saw it with LeBron James in basketball when everybody decides hey let's all go to Cleveland or let's all go to Miami and everybody goes what if they say let's all go to Arizona and Austin and Connor are sitting there visiting over coffee at Tim Hortons and go you know what 
we should both go to Arizona. Boy, howdy. Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews on a line with Connor Bedard. Uh, yeah, let's let's go. And because the other thing. The no, thing you say one, it. It's the probably the thing. same thing. It's probably the, the same last thing, thing with Connor McDavid. Do you think Connor McDavid can go to Canadian Tire? That's exactly what I was about. <laughs> Hell no. Do you think he can go out of his house? Can he just go to Tim Hortons and get a Tim Bits and a coffee? No. Guess where he could do that? Could I mean, he couldn't. Stands. He couldn't get Tim Bits and a coffee here. That is the one downside, Connor. I understand. Downside. But he can I go understand. to Duncan. Do you think they're gonna be all over Connor McDavid at Dunkin' Donuts in Scottsdale or Tempe? Uh, no, no, not a single no person. Care. That's that's no, a lie. Not, like ninety percent oh, of people won't recognize yeah. him. Won't recognize him. He can go out to dinner. He can walk around the street. He can go to the mall. I mean, he doesn't have to put a freaking disguise on. He can just he can be Connor McDavid in Arizona. And honestly, no one's gonna care. And and I don't mean that it's a knock on Connor McDavid. It's just even even if they do recognize him, it's eh, eh. We got movie stars here. We got celebrities. We got rock stars. I mean, eh. so I, that's it. That's that's the selling ticket. He can be Connor. Connor McDavid can be Connor McDavid in Arizona. We troll Toronto all the time, so I guess we can troll Edmonton. And I'll, I'll bring this coast. up. Look, if Wayne Gretzky can be traded to the Sun Belt, Ooh. why not, why not Connor McDavid? Can you imagine uh-huh. history repeating itself in Edmonton? Uh-huh. Oh boy. I love I love our little tinfoil hat segments. It really just I just I just specifically love pissing off Canadian fan bases. I don't know. Um, well, maybe we can just imagine this. We can have our wheel of fantasy moment. The the Connor line, Connor Bedard, Connor McDavid on a line together at the TED. And uh, when you were there in person and you bought your tickets to that game, I hope that it was on the Game Time app because. <sighs> It is by far the best place to buy tickets. You can save up to 60% on tickets when you buy last minute. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link below in our description. The tickets are by far the cheapest there. We saw it with our own eyes. There were tickets to the Cardinals game yesterday for $10. um, And that was on the day of the game. So check out game time, buy your tickets on there and let us know if you buy and where you're going and how much you got them for love hearing success stories for that. And then, you know, we got Monday at night football tonight. It's always fun to watch with a little bit on the line. And that's why I will be on underdog fantasy later. I might do a daily fantasy draft, which is fun because you could do it just for the Monday game. And then you can also play the pick them game. So you just pick higher or lower on point player point totals. Um, and you only have to choose between two things, which I like higher or lower. So you can do a fantasy draft with your friends. You can do it with one friend. You can do it with strangers. That's what's fun about underdog. And it's uh, pretty easy to win some money, especially on pick them. Like the more picks you add, the more you win. And then all of a sudden you're winning like six times your money just by guessing right on a few things. So it's really fun. I've been enjoying it. Let me know if you try it out. It's easy to get started. Go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app, sign up with the promo code PHNX and underdog will match your first deposit up to $100. All right. Last segment. Let's talk a little bit. Coyotes. Craig, do you have the floor? Ha! Huh. That was kind of a joke. <laughs> uh, you can't hear the banging. Yeah, but uh, just a few things I'm watching. Jacob Chikrin, obviously, now that he's got a few games under his belt, my 
understanding is that the scouts are going to start turning out in droves. It's going to be like 10, 12 guys to watch him play. Now that he's got a couple games and he's rounded into shape. There's the banging in the background. So that's one thing to watch. Uh, I don't know where the Coyotes are going with this one yet, but uh, Dylan Gunther is another one that I'm watching because Team Canada's camp for the World Juniors, I believe, starts on the 9th of December. So we're, you know, less than two weeks away from that him having to report if they choose to send him. Now, Gunther could get hot. They could decide to keep him, but that's something I'm keeping an eye on as well. And then, of course, guys, the end of this NHL record-tying road trip is approaching they've got this pacific slash alberta swing of four games and then they will come home having played about half of their road games already they'll get to get back to the mullet and we'll get to see the new annex because i'm still told that it will be ready for the boston bruids and the coyotes to get ready in you know before that first game back at the mullet i i they tell you what craig I'm- one, I never believe it when I see it and, and I cannot. And I, I feel sorry for Stan Wilson and the entire equipment staff because they're going to have to, when the Coyotes left at the beginning of the last, or the beginning of this 14 game road trip, they had to move everything out of the mullet and put it in moving trucks and get it out of the building. And now they get to move it all back in. And that takes a lot of man hours and a lot of hands. And you, by the way, so you're moving to that new locker room space. They haven't stocked the, the medical room with band-aids yet. I mean, can you imagine all of the work the, I know where the building will be built, but you have to bring all your shit in. Like you got to bring the equipment in and you got to bring in all the supplies, man, that is going to be a busy couple of days. And you know, a lot of sleep. And you know how much time they have. So the coyotes play Boston at home on December 9th. They play Edmonton in Edmonton at 7.30 on December 7th. So, yeah, so you're getting home December 8th. Hello, Jason be- Rudy. <laughs> yeah, because your airport run, that's the, the oh. farthest airport away in the league is Edmonton Arena to their airport. It's far. It's almost 45 minutes. I guess it's so, 6.30 Pacific. Or, or is Edmonton in same. Mountain? We're the same. They, oh. Yeah. 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 So Does Jason still- Rudy get some help, Petey, this week? That, that week, yeah. does he get some free It'll be all hands on deck? Yeah, yeah. And, but Craig, if we're free, apparently you're into construction, so you could probably lend a hand, except you'll probably pull up that bullshit hip excuse again. <laughs> and get out of it. Oh, you the, you know, the left one is feeling like it needs replacing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, honestly. Time that for the next city council meeting, Craig. Yeah, we should get yeah, the or, or the, or the next move into a new office space, like when the when the uh, PHNX bar opens. Uh, <laughs> time for my left hip replacement. Craig will mysteriously get sick again. But they're honestly, Jason Rudy, I'm sure. But but again, they can't start moving shit until it's done, and it ain't done yet. So it's going to be an absolute chaotic the December eighth. Leave Stan, Jason, and Tony alone. But that equipment staff is going to be unbelievably busy on the 8th. And guess what? They'll probably skate that. No, they probably won't skate that day. They'll take that day off because it will all be about moving. But hopefully Craig can sneak in there and you know. uh, get a look behind the curtain, as it were, into that new space. It would be cool to get to tour the annex. We'll see. But just going back to a couple points ago, the Jacob Chikrin watch and the Dylan Gunther watch, um, I'm excited about the prospect of the world juniors this year, just because the coyotes now have a lot of young, exciting prospects who could be playing. We could see Dylan Gunther. We can see Logan Cooley. Um, and then we'll get our first look too at Bedard and Fantilli. 
So it's exciting. This is kind of going to be a, a peek into the into the future here coming up. And we'll talk about World Juniors, you know, in December as it starts to come up. But I'm really excited for that. And I, and I think it would be a good thing for Dylan Gunther. I think he could light it up. I think, you know, we've seen him have success at the NHL level, maybe not at the consistent rate that you'd want for an everyday NHL player. But if he goes to the World Juniors and, and has a great tournament, that could, you know, give him a big boost to confidence. So we'll see and we'll see what happens with Jacob Chikrin. That's something we talk about. We've been talking about weekly since, I don't know, the end of last season. <laughs> so um, lots, lots of interesting stuff on the horizon. And of course, you mentioned those guys having to move everything into the annex. I think... On December 10th, we should send over a pack of Four Peaks beer to the Coyotes equipment staff as a kudos, you did it, great work um, for doing all that they're going to do because they absolutely deserve it. And maybe we can give them a gift card to go get some chicken tendies too at uh, at Four Peaks because Four Peaks and Mullet Arena, it's like a five-minute drive or a 20-minute walk for them. Um, it's been a blast at Four Peaks this week with all the World Cup games going on. The next one is Tuesday uh, versus the U.S. The, sorry, the U.S. is playing. So head on over to Four Peaks on Tuesday. The vibes for the Mexico and U.S. games at Four Peaks have been amazing, like full house cheering the whole nine yards. Plus, you'll get $3 kit lifter and Wowie Pints. There's been beer giveaways uh, beer, sorry, beer specials and giveaways, guest appearances, and more. Plus, there's that 22 foot screen that makes it so much fun. So you can check the link below in our description to find more details. Make sure you register for the event so you can get in that section. You don't have to pay to get in just to to register your spot so you're close to that screen. And then, as always, if you're going to drink, you must be 21 or older. Craig, what do you got coming on the website? I'll try and talk about the grinders that are going right now. Um, I just want to mention that my my the latest edition of my prospect report is up. I, again, I think I mentioned these names already. Emil Martinson, Lilleberg, Miko Matika, and Maximilian Zuba. You just had to. You just have to keep saying the names because they're so fun. Yeah, they are. Uh, and I've got some notes on some other guys as well, and including an update on Maverick Lamaru and when he'll be back in the lineup because he hasn't played yet this season. And then, of course. On Tuesday night, I will be live from Council Chase. What in the world is that? What is that? That was terrifying. <laughs> what is? What are you doing? What are you doing, Petey? Nothing. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. I'll be I'll be live in Council Chambers on Tuesday night for the Council vote on the Tempe. Wow, this is crazy. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Are you I'm snoring? snoring through the city council meeting. Oh, oh yes, exactly. my God. Exactly. I might be too. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's all wow, I got. Wow, PD is on deck with these sound effects, these low these low production value sound effects. Love it. Um, of course, Craig's prospect report is for diehards only. So if you're a diehard, you can read that. Most of the website content is free, but you do have to be a diehard to read that one. And if you're a diehard as well, you can get an extra 20% off in the locker, which also applies to the Cyber Monday sales going on today. So if you haven't, if you've been procrastinating, if you've been busy with family this weekend, you still have today. This is the last day to get discount in the PHNX locker on all the merch, all the hoodies. And I have to specify hoodie because Craig's been mad that I've been saying sweater when it's actually a hoodie, but I just call everything that's warm a sweater. <laughs> um, but we have hoodies in the locker. We got Phoenix gear in the locker. 
the stickers are on sale. The hats are on sale. Every shirt is on sale. Um, there's also a shirt for 99 cents. So head on over to the locker, phnxlocker.com. Add them to your cart now. There's already some sizes of certain styles that are sold out. And if you're a diehard, apply an extra 20% off. And that includes to the discount price. So you get 20% off off the already discounted price. So lots of perks to becoming a diehard today. Treat yourself this holiday season and uh, become a diehard and then join our discord and get all the member benefits. What's up? And when you get to diehard, I know both Craig and I have, I don't know if you bought the diehard sweater. Do you buy the diehard sweater? I didn't because I, there's no sweater. Figured out. It's, it's a, a zip up. No sweater. It's a zip up hoodie jacket. And Craig and I both got the diehard zip up hoodie jacket. Okay. Well I need to get it. And but it's hard to figure out how because Craig and I are challenged. And Craig just make me. sure you're logged in on the website and then go check your email. And there's a link. Yep. You have to open. You have to log into the GoPHNX website first. Log in, and then go to the email you got for diehards, and then you can order it. See, I didn't, it took me a couple of steps, but I got it. Can't wait because it's worth what? it. Winter it's amazing. Coming. Winter is winter, coming. Winter is coming. I know it was cold in my apartment this morning. That's why I was. I was hard for me. Hard for me to get out of bed. Not going to lie. It's cozy when it's cold out. Um, well, that's it for us today. We will be off tomorrow to allow Craig to finally, finally attend a city council meeting. Finally. But Craig, finally, Cheerson gets to take the day off tomorrow and Craig's going to city council. And uh, we'll talk about everything you need to know from Tuesday night's meeting. We'll talk all about it on Wednesday. See you you don't miss a thing. Craig, of course, will be there. So we'll have, you know, a firsthand account of what went down on Tuesday night. We'll talk all about that on Wednesday. And then Thursday, it's PHNX Coyotes After Dark, 8.30 p.m. Game start versus the LA <sighs> Kings. Woo! Um, <laughs> and then an Speaking 8 o'clock. Snoring. Yeah, seriously. And then an 8 o'clock start on Saturday. So what a crazy week with a noon start yesterday and then going into 8.30 and 8. But we'll be live after each of those games on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. So be sure to subscribe there. Hit the notification bell so you never miss when we go live. And as always, wherever you're listening to this podcast, please like it and subscribe and leave us a review. It helps us out immensely. And lastly, you can follow each of us on Twitter at SPetersHockey, at Craig S. Morgan, at Leah Merrill, and at PHNX underscore coyotes pd every time you lean back in that chair it creaks and we can hear it i know i should probably get out to yeah 40. can we get them to sponsor Maybe yeah we'll seriously in there you can follow my flooring guys at at eclipse flooring there's <laughs> <laughs> a plug yeah just save themselves on no free ads they don't have a twitter handle it's i okay. didn't know what <laughs> my, my microphone i am creaking on the air you know, we it's, it's a it's Monday that, morning. It's that ancient wooden rocking chair that you sit in. <laughs> That's actually my bones. It's a Minnesota thing. Yeah, oh, Lord. Let's, let's go. All right. Well, let's get out of here before there's more creaking and banging. <laughs> wild <laughs> Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Up. All right. I'm wrapping this up. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back Wednesday. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your Monday. And we'll talk to you soon.